This is how to product. We make the mistakes. So you don't have to. I'm tall. I'm Nick. And I'm Strami. And a reminder that this is our second episode of season two. Woo. Uh, woo. No, we're not excited anymore, Nick. I, uh, I just thought the woos might be getting a little old. <laughs> a little old <laughs> One episode already. was enough, yeah. And we're here to help you understand what makes a product great. So last episode was about solving a real user problem. Mm -hmm. And today we're talking more about focus. Or, you know, not solving too many problems. Right. <laughs> yeah. So focus. Let's, see, let's go to a scenario. You're a product manager. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. You're walking down a hallway. Uh, you know, you got your laptop in one hand, coffee in another. You're running to a meeting. Hey, not all of us have that many hands. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, that might be a joke that just went over our other <laughs> yeah, <side. laughs> we got but, audio there. But anyway, so you're walking, you, you, you have, you, you're, 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 you're laden, and you're walking down the hallway, and out from around the corner pops someone. Maybe it's a salesperson, maybe it's another PM, uh -oh. and they say, hey, you got a minute? I got an idea for you for a feature. And so then they, they, they tell you something about how they were just talking to a customer, and they saw there was this problem, and like maybe mm -hmm. we could solve problem? this. that's good. Yeah, and uh, it could be really useful. And you think, hmm. You know, that's not something we were planning on doing, but, you know, maybe it sounds like it'd be useful. Maybe we could build and, it. And, you know, you, you just went through your list of kind of mirage problems like yep. we talked about last time. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like it's an us problem. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's a bandwagon problem. Not a cool tech doesn't problem. doesn't feel like it's a cool tech problem. Like maybe it's a real user problem. Yeah, like maybe let, like, let's make this a little bit more concrete. Let's say maybe you're at a company where you're working on like a new email client. It's like super, okay. super yep. fast and uses AI or something. and Snazzy. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever's hip these days. <laughs> and they come up and they say like, oh, yeah, we saw some customers using this and they're sending a lot of emails because they're like marketers and maybe we can mm. make like a bulk email send feature. And like, oh, mm. okay. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. And, you know, you know, maybe you do some research. Like, yeah, I mean, that sounds really like more emails will be sent. Yeah. So yeah. should you go and build this thing? Well, it does defocus your product. Well, what do you mean by that? That's a good question. Uh, maybe it's better to, to talk a little bit about uh, what an unfocused product might look like. Uh, one of the classic examples we were, we were thinking about is a, a TV remote where you don't know what half yeah. the buttons are. So we had a... It's kind of fun to press them and see what happens. I know, it's right? Like so there's this Samsung remote um, that I was looking at here. <laughs> and there's an A, B, C, and D button. There's a... They seem really important to me. I press size, those buttons all the time. <laughs> an E-manual. E-manual. So Are there like other other letter manuals? Pre CH, pre CH. <laughs> what is post? -CH? I think that's like pre channel, but I'm not quite sure. I still don't know what that means. So, so this is kind of how uh, one of your users might feel if your product is unfocused. It's like all these things that don't really make sense that probably aren't what they're trying to do mm -hmm. that oh. have been added. Sure in what, what is the bulk button? What's the bulk button <laughs> exactly? Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, the 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 point of this episode is like. As a product manager, you're going to receive a lot of these random feature pitches that just yep. kind of jump out and surprise you. You might also be making random feature you, pitches. Yes, you probably will also be making yeah. random feature pitches. I make pitches. lots of random feature pitches. And the question is, like, unlike you know, we, our previous episode, we talked about things that might actually not be real problems or mm -hmm. not solving real value. These actually provide real value, but they come at this cost of turning your beautiful honed product into a TV remote. Right. So it's, it, it's solving a real user problem, it's just not solving the problem you're actually going after. Right. Or yeah, a problem that like slightly overlaps, but is not the core thing. Yeah. Right. And so in general, focused products uh, do one thing really well in instead of doing a lot of things just okay. That's mm -hmm. one reason why focus uh, can be helpful. 
Um, and then another thing that we had just talked about is how unfocused can kind of inhibit usage. Great, Strami. That sounds very wise. Let me just like, think about that. So you said that uh, unfocused, so a focused product is good because an unfocused product is like overwhelming. It's like the TV mm-hmm. remote with all these buttons and all these things that are non-essential. Yep. Right. And so we could also talk about you know the software equivalent of the TV remote because that might be more familiar uh, to our audience. Uh, and an example of that might be WhatsApp. Uh, well, sorry, well, example yeah. of the opposite of that, a focused product yep. uh, might be WhatsApp. And the kind of core product there, at least at the beginning, was to reliably send messages very, very cheaply or for free, effectively, uh, compared to SMS messages, which in many parts of the world were uh, expensive on a per percent basis. Yeah, and I think that they, some sort of evidence of the focus of this is if you think about the UI elements that they had and that they introduced right off of the gate, they were super focused on like that reliability aspect, right? You could immediately know if it was sent, if the recipient received it, and then if it was seen. And mm-hmm. it was like very simple UI uh, that really just sort of nailed that problem, regardless of your connectivity and uh, making sure that it was always affordable for everyone. Mm-hmm. It was also super focused in its onboarding and like you know, account creation. Right, give me a phone number. Yeah, exactly. It was like, so it was very focused on this, get people in as fast as they can, get all of their contacts, super simple to send it, yep. know that it's been sent. Yep. And right. So if you are focused, you can make an $18 billion company. <laughs> if only it were that simple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's, there's the opposite. So we have the TV remote in terms of a physical product, but there are also plenty of unfocused software products out there. Um, I think one that we were chatting a little bit about is, is Bumble. Yes, we were all chatting about this. We yeah. <laughs> mm. So for people so who don't they, know, yeah. Bumble is a, is, a, is a dating app. That is one of the things. Well, actually, right. Bumble is yeah. no longer a dating app. What is Bumble these days, Tall? An unfocused I, product. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could tell you. Well, there's a lot of things it does. Maybe that's the best way to frame <laughs> what, what Bumble is. Um, it can be a dating app, as in yeah. you can swipe to identify people you may want to go on a date with. Turns out you can also use it as a networking app Yeah. to can. find uh, professional colleagues with mm. whom you might want to connect. You can uh, also find friends. BFF. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's just like just like in the TV remote. There's now these other buttons up mm, there that mm-hmm. you know I never press. Do, just kind of do you press some of the buttons? Uh, yeah, the ones that actually know what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, one thing that we spent a little bit of time talking about is there are other products that started with uh, one thing. Take sort of Google Search for example. Yeah. And extended into other things. Right. Google Search now has an image tab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that right? sounds unfocused, right? Um, so I think it could appear unfocused. In a lot of ways, it's similar. You could, you could see some parallels with starting with a dating app and then extending mm. to non-romantic relationships mm. with networking. Um, but as we're talking about it more, I think there's a, a key uh, difference in the approach mm. where search is fundamentally about helping you find information on the web. Mm-hmm. And that information might be text-based or it might be image-based. Mm. Uh, right. And that- It might be a map. It might be, yeah. It might be uh, lots of other what, things. What else is on the internet? Yeah, yeah. Nothing else. There's only maps, images, <laughs> and text. Um, that's it. Um, and so expanding to image search wasn't, necess- wasn't a decrease of focus, but was more identifying a uh, nuance for how users were using the product to solve mm-hmm. their key problem mm-hmm. and making that easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I would 
be surprised or perhaps concerned if uh, <laughs> people in, in dating apps were, were looking for sort of networking with colleagues at the same time. Yeah. Right. It's possible that the same person might both be looking for someone to date as well as a colleague, yep. but it's not uh, generally the case for a bunch of the, the users for those apps. Yep. Yeah, it, it kind of comes back to what we talked about last episode with the jobs to be done framework. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the job to be done of like something like a search engine is to find an answer, to find information. Yep. Yeah. You know, the job to be done of a dating app is to find, you know, a date or a romantic partner. It isn't necessarily right. to find a new friend or a colleague. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know, it's, it's a separate job. Those and are valid jobs, but they're not really something that people ma- merge together. And yeah. it's possible that Bumble might be able to reframe its whole sort of what is Bumble but it w- that would have to be a complete reframing where it's like Bumble is about, uh, you know, feeling less lonely or something like that. Or But but even then, like, the business connections don't yeah. fit in well there. But, but it's possible. with people. Right. It's possible that it might be able to redefine it itself in that way. Uh, but as we're struggling with it, like, that, that is not an easy thing to do. Yep. And defined as a dating app, it doesn't make sense to have these other pieces. Yep. Yeah. And otherwise, now it just kind of clutters the UI. and Yeah. yeah. So, Nick, how about some other examples? Is Bumble the only unfocused product out there? Well, the, this, the, the problem is that a lot of these unfocused pro- products tend to die. So yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to remember <laughs> them. But, uh, um, yeah, there's different ways they can be un- unfocused. Like, one of, the, one of the things that I always remember or think about is when Google Plus launched. Mm-hmm. One of the things I always thought was very strange was how I hear a lot of people saying things like, I really like you know, hangouts, or I really mm-hmm. like photos, but I hate that I have to like wade through all of Google Plus to get to them. Yeah. And so that's kind of this weird like, thing because it's like by cobbling all of them together, you would think that, you know, maybe the sum is greater than the parts, mm-hmm. but it actually has made the experience worse yep. for everything. And in terms of your know, products not being around anymore. <laughs> you don't use Google Plus every day? I think that, how, doesn't it's it going have, like away. two weeks yeah. left to live? Or? Yeah, I think we're on yeah. the cusp. Yeah. yeah. Too soon? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but one of the great things in terms of like a focused or unfocused product goes is that Google Plus did split out into different yeah. apps. So in, in, right. in the Photos case, around. Photos is doing very well uh, as a as a more focused individual product yeah. as opposed yep. to the part of this bundle that was in aggregate unfocused. Also a super differentiated product, which is what a future episode yeah, will be we'll, about. Yeah, we'll definitely right. talk about that yeah. in the future. Yeah. So I also think one thing that's really interesting is it's important to identify when your product might be starting to be unfocused Mm. or that you know you're getting all of these random feature pitches uh, and you're not really sure what to do with them or sort of um, how to help make sure that your product is staying focused Um, and I think that there's some tools you can use to do that and some examples of products that have done that and I think the biggest tool at your disposal is to be really explicit about what your focus is and as a result what it isn't as well. I think one example that comes to mind here is uh, Chrome when it first mm-hmm. launched. It had mm-hmm. pretty clear principles uh, that it actually talked about both um, externally as well in the Chromium project and other things. It had this concept of you know the four S's: yeah. speed, security, simplicity, and stability. And it, I mean, has a nice uh, ring to it: four S's, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also allowed uh, everyone to know what the focus was and what really was. Uh, the goal mm-hmm. um, and the user problems that right. we're trying to be solved. So if a PM on the early days of Chrome or even the later days of Chrome wasn't able to connect what they were doing to one of those mm-hmm. uh, pillars uh, or if they weren't able to connect it to the 
the point of the product, which was to be able to view web pages, uh, then maybe it was something that was unfocused. Yeah. I think the big thing is um, being able to articulate what that focus is helps you handle some of those random feature pitches. Right. And making sure everyone articulates it the same way. Right. Easier said than done. Right. Yep. No, it's super valuable. One thing I want to point out, though, is a nuance, is we're all talking about the case where you sort of have a product that's already established, mm-hmm. that has traction. Yep. And it's about how to like not defocus that product. Um, you, sh- you, you shouldn't go into, like, when you're breaking a brand new product, be so opinionated that you know what it is, that you're not listening to user feedback. Right. Um, and because you might be solving the wrong problem. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. So and this is this is all this this stuff about being focused is more of like after you've already had traction and you yep. you, know, right. you realize you're onto something. That's a great point. And kind of while we're on the topic of caveats, the other caveat to note uh, that when we were talking about this beforehand, we even struggled ourselves with is differentiating this concept of a focused product versus like a focused team. Mm-hmm. So a team oh, yeah. might be unfocused in terms of what they're trying to accomplish next, even if the product is still very focused. We were supposed to mention this at the beginning of the episode because it's so confusing and we forgot. Whoops. We got a little unfocused. (laughs) Yep. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. 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 I would say both are problems. Right now we're focusing on keeping the product focused. So so just listening to everything we're saying, I wanted to step back for a second because I've heard, I think, two sort of categories of how you can become unfocused. Mm -hmm. And I want to hear what you think. So one of them is this like almost like a feature creep sort of defocusing, uh, which is like that, you know, that adding the bulk email feature. It's like these little features. Add more buttons to the remote, Nick. I want more buttons. Yeah, it's it's the adding the more buttons where you're like making these very niche uh, use cases for very Mm -hmm. specific sets of users. So that's like one risk. And the other one is this sort of like larger strategic thing where it's like your company kind of reaches the end of its like value proposition, like the dating app, like Mm -hmm. Bumble, and you're trying to hit some new... Like, like grow into growth some, trajectory, yeah. But it's not really the same like job to be done. And actually, what's very interesting and timely now, we were debating before the show is, um, right now Spotify actually just announced they're like really going uh, deep on podcasts. Oh, good point. And yep. we were trying to decide whether this is more of like you know the Google image search or more like the Bumble networking right. type of feature. And it sort of depends on the job to be done for Spotify. If the job to be done is f- like listening to music then it is unfocused. Mm-hmm. But if the job to be done is uh, finding something to listen to, uh, then maybe podcasts fit very naturally in there. Like, how, how do you how know? Do, yeah. How do you know? I mean, one thing you might uh, see is the usage of different uh, features, even within the music product. Like how much of it is being consumed through uh, automated playlists or something like that versus where someone goes and seeks out and finds a specific uh, artist. Another way could be sort of the motivation for when and how people open uh, Spotify. If you yeah. if people talk about yeah. it in terms of, oh, I, I need something for my commute. Right. That's what I was thinking. That's very different than if they talk about it in terms of, oh, I wanted to hear the Ariana Grande song. Right. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of being focused, we are basically out of time. Mm-hmm. Strami, always yep. try to keep us focused. Yeah. I'm Got sorry, it. Nick. And so uh, some homework that we have for you today Okay, I'm supposed to give the homework. Okay, <laughs> uh, what I want you to do is open up your phone, open up a few apps, and start trying to find uh, apps that have features in them that you think are unfocused or aren't contributing to the main value. Yep, that they just shouldn't be there. For instance, we've, we learned today that both Tall and I seem <laughs> to absolutely abhor a certain well-beloved a feature of a very well-beloved payments app. 
yes, I would I would be surprised if it was a, a loved feature of said payments app. Yes, but maybe um, we were, maybe we were wrong. Yes. You know? So but if anyone you know really likes the social feed of Venmo, right? Uh, please let Tall and I know. I'm so curious if yes. you use that or even just appreciate it. I mean, I do appreciate maybe, some of the jokes there. Maybe you two are just old. Yeah, yeah. This maybe. is probably. Let's be honest. Hey, I'm the youngest. <laughs> anyway. Old at heart. Yeah, that's fair. Accurate. Yeah. Um, for us, at least, that was a great example of a product focused on payments. Yeah. At least I thought it was focused on payments. That seems to have a social feed It's actually focused friends. on discovering emojis. Oh, yes. That's, this is true, too. Um, so over the course of this episode, um, we have talked about how to stay focused. Uh, and I think we're out of time now, so we're going to wrap it all up. Uh, this has been How to Product. You've learned how to handle the random feature pitch from the surprise person in the hallway by keeping the product focused. Now go make good things happen.